Hey, how's it going, everybody? It's your host, Walter, from the Two Point Conversation. And real quick, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Now, you're listening to the podcast, and you're listening to me and Ant just go back and forth, and you're having a good time. But you're also saying to yourself, well... I feel like I could do this too. I want to get involved in podcasts. Where do I go? What Help me out. Well, I'm going to help you. Go on over to Anchor. Number one, it's free. And I've been podcasting for three years, a little bit over three years. And let me just tell you, Anchor is by far the best one out there. Number one, it's free. I already mentioned that. And I can't mention that enough. Free is good. Free is good. But also, they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast Virtually anywhere you are, whether you're on the road, whether you're at home, you could do it from your phone, from your computer, as long as you have the Anchor app or the web page open. So that's a plus too, because we're always on the move. If you feel like you have the inspiration wherever you may be, just open up the app and start recording. It's that simple. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, and you could be heard on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and many more. You could also monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So don't hesitate. Dive on in. Go ahead and get podcasting now. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You already know what time it is. But but that was that was the Oakland Raiders. Though. Ain't nothing changed but the address. Here is a dynamic duel. Imagine Cardi B just coming out there and singing WAP. <laughs> oh my God! Just America's Youth. Feature that on Nickelodeon. Screw Joe Buck. I'm just trying to gauge where you're at, bro. And Ed Jules. We headed to the Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> I'm ready to go to war, man. I'm going to war with my man Derek Carr right now. All right. The two point conversation starts now. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, another off-season edition of the podcast, Two Point Conversation. Your boy, Walter. What's up, Ant? What is going on, my guy? Hey, man. I'm chilling. Watching some uh, some NBA All-Star Weekend, you know, getting a little bit excited over it. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. But my boy, Steph Curry, bro. My boy, Steph Curry, won that uh, three-point contest. How you like that? <sighs> they could have had better shooters in there, man. He did his thing. He did it. Not saying anybody would have beat him because he did his thing, but they could have had some better participants. That boy dropped that 31 with his eyes closed. Like, my God. <laughs> dude, it's crazy. You're never satisfied, dude. You're never satisfied. <laughs> my God. Yeah, you got, it's got it's got to be. I like to see competitiveness, man. If there's no competitive, competitiveness, just, it just takes it away. Well, you know what's so funny is that Steph is so good. They were talking about... Uh, how he needs to he needs to shoot left handed, you know what I mean? Like they were saying, he needs to level the playing field a little bit, which I think that he deliberately did. I mean, you're not gonna go out there and say that uh, somebody is deliberately like missing missing shots, but this dude missed like four of his first five shots on the first rack, and then won it on his last shot. Like talk about the drama, you know he did that on purpose. Come on, dude just dropped thirty one the, the round before. <laughs> like he started off a little too easy, and then was just like, "All right, you know what? Let me let me let me come around. Let me let me let, let me sit up in my chair." <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, man. Yeah, he he got in that serious mode where yeah, you're slumped in the chair playing Madden. He's like, "All right, hold hold on, let let, let let me hit pause. Let me uh let me get upright in my chair a little bit. <laughs> let's let's do this for real. Now now I'm playing. Now I'm doing it for real. That's a that's Steph Curry, man. But Enough basketball talk. We got a lot of uh, football talk coming on on this podcast. Uh, talk a little bit about Baker. What's going on with him and him in his off season? A uh, little bit of a situation there. JJ Watt. Literally, the morning that we posted our last podcast, this dude signs. And were you a little shocked? Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Uh, Russell Wilson talk. Definitely getting into that uh, for sure because it's not going away. And it's kind of making me think that is is there something there? Like is that is it really gonna happen? Like like it's still <laughs> it's still being a, a topic of conversation. I thought that was just a rumor that was gonna be you know like a week 
Nah, it's going on like a month now that we're talking about Russell Wilson possibly getting traded. He's uh, being talked about everywhere. So we'll talk about that, where he could possibly end up and where he should go if he should and if he shouldn't. And then we'll talk about some rule changes, man. We were talking about it uh, before the podcast. Get our uh, get those rule changes out there and see how we feel about them and 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 what we would change about them and if we do if we agree with them or not. So we got a lot to talk about on this podcast. Uh, before we get into all the football talk, we talk a lot, and you we we, we were talking about some donuts earlier, and uh, Krispy Kreme I guess has a. They have a like a like a deal going on this week. You buy one get one, a glazed donut. Did you go? Did you go grab me some? By the way, uh, not yet, man. I need. Oh, to. come on. I need to, dude. I need to, dude. <laughs> you, you need to go just get a get two dozen boxes or or yeah, a, right? Did I say that right? Two boxes yep, of a dozen yep. donuts. <laughs> yep, yep. Two yeah. dozen donuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two two dozen donuts, dude. You need to go. You need to go get me some, bro. Come on, help me out. Help me out a little bit. You sent me those right before I went to bed, and I was just like dreaming about it. Dreaming about donuts. My God. Yeah, I got to make a stop over there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Krispy Kreme. What, what's the what's the best donut that you've you've ever had? Like, I mean, are, are you okay with, like, the the basic glaze? Or you like, the, mean, you like I, sprinkles? I, what? You like the filling? What? I got I got a huge sweet tooth. So I, anything, any donut, really, I'm taking, honestly. But, I mean, I, I like them all. I mean, I mean, not all. I don't like, I don't like the, the stuff. Stuff ones with the jelly inside. I'm, I'm yeah. cool off those. I like to, you know, just as the regular standard donuts, whether it be old fashioned glaze or uh, maple donuts are usually my go to. Um, but I mean, chocolate donuts. I, I had I had an Oreo uh, donut that Ooh. was just like fire. It was fire. I'm talking about fire from, from where? Krispy Kreme? <laughs> no, 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 no. From uh, this, this little spot in Pittsburgh, uh, oh. right next to the Walmart. Oh, oh. It's a little, man! It's a little, uh, everything is is either at Walmart or around Walmart. I love it, man. I love I love your little, little uh, your little plugs here. <laughs> it's a little donut shop over there, man. Right there in the Walmart parking lot uh, in Pittsburgh, man. Oh man, they got some fire donuts over there. Um, they even got a bacon one. I haven't tried it yet. You know, I, I don't know how I feel about the bacon with the donut thing, but I might. I try. I, I should try it. But they got it right there. <laughs> I mean, bacon is is breakfast food, right? I mean, it should it should be it, it should be good. <laughs> is it like wrapped so, I mean, in it or what? Is it wrapped or is it stuffed with, no, with no, bacon? No, no, no. It's just it's just it's just slices of bacon. You know, they just put slices of bacon all over it and on top of it, and then they got. I can't. I don't know what exactly it is, but they got some type of filling on you know in there to to mix it all up. But Ugh. yeah, they got they got some good ones over there, man. So that kind of make my stomach hurt a little bit. I mean, I I love bacon, but but yeah, you pair it with a donut. I don't know. Like that's that's high cholesterol yeah, to the max. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> some people or some people love it. Some people, you know, I don't know. It's a little too much. I want to I want to live to see the 49ers win a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. But uh but yeah, man, donuts, yeah, the 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 Oreo donuts. I'm good with that. I, I, I'm I'm with you on the on the stuffed ones though. Like I I can't get past it because one time it was a it was a trip and it scarred me for life. I was maybe I was maybe like twelve something like that, and uh, we, we had donuts in a hotel room. We were actually in Reno. Uh, it was a family trip. One of one of the last family trips that we that we took over there um, with with that side of the family. And anyway, so so we went to Reno and had donuts and. You know, I I didn't know anybody. I grabbed one, and it was uh, filled with custard. Oh man, that's the worst. And oh, yeah, man. <laughs> see, see, so you know, you know I where know, I'm going. I know, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, that, I didn't. Yeah. And and what's worse is when you bite into a custard-filled donut and you don't know that the custard's in there. So <laughs> I bit into it, <laughs> and it like it squirted into my mouth, bro. And I was like. Bleh! <laughs> I was like, "What is this? Ah, oh my God!" I spit it out. I was mortified, and since then, every time I I open up a box of donuts and I see that it's like those little, those long ones, you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. like like the bricks. Every time I see one of those, I'm just like, "Oh, I, I have to relive it." <laughs> you know but what see, I mean? So see, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm the same way, but I, I but some of them don't have it. Some of them are good. You know, you get the good maple bar or something like that. See, so. I'm, I'm not taking the chance though, bro. I got it. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta poke it or something. You gotta you gotta see what's in there. <laughs> yeah, stab it. Just get a knife. Just stab it. Cut it open. Oh man! You just open the box of donuts. Just a whole bunch of donuts stabbed. <laughs> 
Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah, you start treating the, the donuts like seized candy because you don't know what the hell's in seized candy anymore. <laughs> you got to take a chance, oh, man. man. Especially all oh, the tapioca ones. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Donut. But, yeah, see, now everybody that's listening to the podcast, they're like, ooh, yeah, I want some donuts. Like, everybody's going to go to donuts. <laughs> Ironically, we got the we got the Krispy Kreme and we got the uh, C's candy right there in the same plaza over there. We do, Kreme, you know? <laughs> we just do. Saying, just saying, <laughs> two birds, one stone. We we going after the podcast? <laughs> what are we doing? I'm spending twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. I'll meet you over there. I'll meet you over there in a, in about thirty <laughs> minutes. Um, but donuts, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is the topic of conversation here on the podcast. But uh, what what's crazy is uh. Baker Mayfield, have you, have you seen the 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 latest off season trend of of Baker Mayfield with uh what's going on with him? Oh man, <laughs> it's getting real trippy out there. <laughs> yeah, dude, 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 seeing uh UFOs, seeing aliens. Man, <laughs> where where do you stand crazy. on the on the alien thing though? I'm freaked out, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It's so that it's it's like we're getting so many events so often. It's just like, are we are we getting trolled or or is this really happening? Like, <laughs> are do we they like really exist and our government knows about it and they just won't tell us? Like, <laughs> so I don't know. It's, it's interesting, man. It's interesting. We it's 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 crazy times right now, man. We got we got people trying to. You heard about the the hotel they're trying to make in space? Are we supposed to be able to have a hotel in space pretty soon? Or not? What? Soon? No. In the, coming, in the next coming seven years, I think. Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more about this hotel oh, space. Man. We got we got Elon Musk trying to make the the rocket to take you to the moon, right? For like you could literally just buy a ticket, go to the moon, exp- explore, come back. But there's a company literally trying to build a space hotel, and they're saying they think they can have it up and running by like. I think it was like 2027 or 2029 or something like that. What? Like, yo, this is crazy. Would you go? Would you Hell go? No. Would you go with Hell your box no. of donuts from Krispy Kreme? Would you go? No, man. I will. I will grab my Krispy Kreme donuts and pull up the YouTube and watch everybody else. Man, y'all enjoy. What? Let me know how it goes. What if the hotel had a Krispy Kreme in the lobby? Now we're oh, talking. Man. Oh man, throwing the C's on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't even talked football yet. Let's get into the football talk, man. Uh, because as I mentioned earlier, we were talking JJ Watt uh, last podcast, and we were talking about you know we were shocked that he got released. We were shocked that he didn't get traded. You know, he wasn't even like thrown out there for trade. He just straight up got released, got cut from the team, and then. Mere, I don't even know if it was hours. It might have been like mere seconds after we posted our podcast last week. J.J. Watt signs with a team that left everyone scratching their heads, including myself. I mean, were you shocked at the fact of where J.J. Watt winded up? I was was completely shocked. Um, We all thought, you know... The the ties to to Wisconsin with, with Green Bay, maybe Pittsburgh with his brother. We heard Buffalo was was you know really interested. Uh, we heard Tennessee. There was all these teams, but he figured he wanted to go win a championship, right? He wanted to be in the best position to go win a championship. But he went and signed with the team that went eight and eight and missed the playoffs. And in so, arguably one of the toughest divisions in football. Right, in one of the most toughest divisions, and it's just like, I'm, 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 I mean, okay, yeah, they got they got Chandler Jones over there, that's another great edge rusher. Uh, Buddha Baker's another great safety. Me and you both thought highly of Isaiah Simmons. He was slowly coming to himself, uh, you know, towards the end of the year. So they got pieces on defense, but it, I don't know, is that when he by him signing them there, it doesn't really scream championship to me, like. You know what I mean? Like, as far as if you would have signed somewhere like at Green Bay, we would, we would have been like, oh, they're contenders. Oh, yeah. Him going like, to Arizona like is like. NFC Championship lock is pretty Exactly. Much. And him going to Arizona is like, we don't even know if y'all win in the division still. Right. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. It was it was a strange call. And it was, what was even weirder was that he was like, oh, yeah, I want to go somewhere. I want to, I want to, all I want to do is win. You know what I mean? But when you look at the choice, like, 
he could have went to Pittsburgh. Literally, he could have went to Pittsburgh and made that defense even better. He could have went, like you said, to Green Bay, and Super Bowl talk is already on the mind. And then you add J.J. Watt. I mean, come on. Where He could he could have went to, to Tampa. I mean, he could have done that. Could have went to Tennessee. I mean, but he picks the Cardinals? He, I mean, had to do something with DeAndre Hopkins, right? Like, that dude is is uh, is a salesman. He ha- it had to be something with that. Because the Cardinals, dude, we mentioned every single team last week. And the Cardinals, we didn't even, he wasn't even on the radar for, for, for us. I mean, obviously, J.J. Watt was looking at the Cardinals. But, man, I did not see that coming. Like, did Deshaun, did, not De- Deshaun, uh, did, uh, did Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins have anything to do with that? Like, you think that's kind of the selling point? Um, he may have, there, there, there may have been some type of connection there. Um, but yeah, there wasn't really much, like, I think they said that the defensive coordinator there now was like his defensive back coach in, in Houston, one of the years, something like that. Like there wasn't really any strong connections other than him and Hopkins. So I don't know, maybe Hopkins had like the ultimate pull, like, Hey, you know, I'm gonna get the owner to, to cash you out 15, $16 million <laughs> come to Arizona. But. I don't know. I, w- I was shocked. I don't know if he went for the. Did he go for the money or did he go? No, oh, he went for he the. He went for the money, dude. He went for the money. What, what did what did he get? He got like thirty million, didn't he? Yeah, two years, thirty one mil. Yeah, come on, man. How, how you gonna how you gonna tell me? And uh, and this year, I believe, by the way, that he like on the on the cap hit, it's only like four million or something like that. So next year is gonna be like twenty six or something, twenty twenty seven. So that's gonna be insane uh, for the Cardinals. But how are you going to tell me, oh, yeah, I just care about winning? Nah, you could have went somewhere completely different, taking a pay cut to to win a title or to compete to win a title. You picked the Cardinals, which, like you just said, they didn't make the playoffs last year. They were the only team in uh, – well, I wouldn't say the only team because the 49ers didn't make the playoffs. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, they haven't made the playoffs in – when was the last time that the Cardinals were in it? Was it, was it Carson Palmer? Those all those uh, years yeah. ago, Carson, Carson, yep, Carson Palmer. Yeah. So when was that? Like 2014 or something like that. Like that. That was that was a while ago. The last yeah, time that they were they were in the playoff hunt. So Cardinals. I mean, they have a young and up and coming team. But let me just tell you. I mean, they got Hopkins over there. Now, now they got JJ over there. Cardinals just gonna trade Kyler Murray for uh, Deshaun Watson. We're gonna get the Texans all all in uh, Arizona now. <laughs> Because you might benefit from that. Because I'll tell you this, dude: if if the Cardinals were to trade for Deshaun Watson, trade away Kyler Murray, guess where? Guess where your boy uh, Kyler's going? He's going to Oakland. <laughs> He's not playing football anymore. He is quitting. So, so he you you might uh, benefit greatly from that. You want that to happen now? Sounds good, Let's don't go. it? Let's go. We we need an ace. Come on, come on, Kyler. <laughs> we need an ace. <laughs> yeah, he might leave the might leave the to Oakland, man. If he gets traded away to Texas, <laughs> my God, that that would be that would be devastating. Uh, highly doubt that's gonna happen, though. And I, I think that that's uh, Cliff uh, Kingsbury. I think that's his uh, that's his guy, Kyler over there. I know you don't like Kyler Murray, but I love Kyler Murray. Anyways, so um, with JJ Watt joining the NFC West, obviously. Uh, I mean, who, what quarterbacks are you going to be chasing around in, uh, in Seattle? We're going to talk about that coming up, but you know, a, a little bit of a, of a, of a reaction with Michael Brockers with the Rams division rival over there in LA. Uh, he went out there. He just said, we know who the real 99 is shots fired, dude, because you know who the real 99 is in the NFC West. That is Mr. Aaron Donald. But I'll ask you. Who is the better 99? Is it JJ or is it Donald? Right now, I'm going to go Donald. Um, earlier in JJ's career, I probably would have went JJ, but, you know, you look at the last few years, he's he's not, he's clearly not the same. He only had five sacks last season. I'm, I'm going to go Donald. I'm going to go Donald as of now. Donald is just, I mean, what's the age difference between these guys? Like, JJ's been around for a while. Is it like, what? Five, five, eight years or something like that, or are they closer in age? Uh, I know JJ Watt is is thirty one. Um, Aaron Donald, how old? How old is Donald? 
I'm, uh, I'm about I'm about to look it up right now. If 29, you're... 29, so it's two year difference. Really? It's only two years? Yep. What? <laughs> I was thinking Aaron Donald was like a young buck. You know what I mean? Like, cause cause I feel like he's still tearing it up. And no, he's only it's only two years difference, and JJ's been in the league for three three years more. Wow, that's that's insane. That's crazy. That's crazy. I, I didn't I didn't think that at all. So yeah, Aaron Donald, I mean, that dude still to this day demands double team. And I think the difference is is because Aaron Donald has been more um what what's the what's the word? He's been more reliable, right? He he's been on the field longer than JJ Watt because JJ Watt has been played with injuries for like the past what it feels it feels like past four four seasons now, right? I mean, it's he just can't stay on the field anymore. Um, well, last year, last year was last year he was uh, played the full sixteen. Then the year before he missed eight. The year before he played the full sixteen, but then the years before that he played five and he played three. So he's missed a lot of games. Five and was, three games. He played three games in six twenty sixteen and played five games in twenty seventeen. Yeah, see, so it's like yeah, when you when you when you miss when you play eight games in two years. I mean, yeah, the, 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 the shine, um, leaves a little bit, you know what I mean? So, so I don't know, um, Aaron Donald, but who is the real 99 man? Uh, Aaron Donald obviously is a force to be reckoned with. I know all too well because he has tortured 49ers for years, ever since he came into the, uh, NFL, so Aaron Donald, he wants to chase around Russell Wilson. JJ Watt could also now join that that uh that group of chasing around Russell Wilson in the NFC West. But that's if Russell Wilson is going to be in the NFC West, man, because there has been trade talk about Russell Wilson that has been going on, you know, immediately following uh the Super Bowl. It's it's going on about a about a month, maybe like three weeks that Russell Wilson has been involved in trade possibilities. Um, you know, it, it's it's kind of interesting that one of the teams that have been quote-unquote linked, I don't think that there's any real possibility that it happens, but it's your Las Vegas Raiders. And the brother of Derek Carr, David Carr, he goes on there and he talks about how the Raiders plus other teams shouldn't even think twice about calling the Seahawks and acquiring Russell Wilson. And it it was it was a little strange to hear the brother of Derek Carr say that cuz it's like I mean you're you're pretty much telling the the Raiders to trade Derek Carr a little bit but is that necessarily a bad thing? I just think it's it's a reach from all all logics. Like there's just it there's there's no point in it for one. Russell Wilson is he he's he wants defense on the other end too. By him coming to Vegas, you're not getting defense. You're not. Um as far as the Raiders sending car for for Wilson. I don't even know if that wins you any more games. I think even if the even with Russell Wilson, I think they go eight and eight. Um, and then on, on top of that, the cost of going for Wilson, you're probably it, it would probably cost two first rounders or three first rounders. Um, I, I don't I don't I don't see any price that they they be they would be willing to pay for that. So to me, it's just it's just it's just stupid. I'm not I don't really look too much into it because I just know they've you know. Met, uh, Mike Mayock has been extremely high on Carl off season, and I just I don't see them any, anybody basically making an offer for uh, for Carr or the Raiders making any offer to give him away. So I don't I don't think I don't see it. But for Chicago, I think Chicago has a, a chance. I think Chicago has a huge chance, and I think that's where the focus is probably going to be be looked at. But as far as the Raiders, nah. I mean, come on, we we've been tied to. We're tied to every big name quarterback every offseason. We're tied to Brady. We're tied to Deshaun Watson. We're tied to Russell. We're tied to Kyler Murray in the draft. Remember that? We're we're tied to literally any free agent quarterback there is. We've been tied to it. And yet 
we haven't made any moves. So I, to me, I don't, I don't waste too much time on it. Honestly, that we, we, everybody made a big deal when we got Mariota. He'd be taking over. No, no, he's not. We're now we're trying to trade him away for some, for some value, but nah. I mean, the the thing here though is that I'm not even talking like. Does it make sense for the Raiders? Because obviously it doesn't. But it is. I'm gonna flip it a little bit. Is David Carr looking out for little brother and saying, "Bro, I want you out of Vegas and I want you in Seattle." Because can you imagine Derek Carr with Tyler Lockett, with DJ Metcalf? I mean, their defense is, I mean, it wasn't great, but it definitely wasn't the Raiders, you know? And, and, and the, the main topic of, of defense against Derek Carr is, oh, well, what if we had a defense? What if we had a defense? Is, is David Carr kind of leaning on, I'm backing up my brother, not saying the Raiders, you know, getting rid of him, but getting him in a better situation for Derek Carr, not necessarily the Raiders. It could be possible. It could be really possible. Um, I know, honestly, if Carr were to get traded to a team and it was a team that was a contending team, I honestly would be, you know, rooting for him. Um, but I don't I don't think he'd be putting it out there like that. Um, I think, you know, when, when you look at the way in the context that he had said it, I think it was just more so he was just... You know, if I'm if I'm a general manager of one of these teams, I'm making the move. Basically, just trying to say that you know somebody should do it. Um, you know, he ended up going back, doubling back, editing it, saying he didn't you know refer to the Raiders. But either way, I look at it, I don't think he really meant to shade anything like that. I think he just you know just just doing his job, speaking on it. Because um, at the end of the day, you know who the hell wouldn't want to trade for Russell Wilson? Um, I'm not gonna sit up here and act like. Carr is better than Wilson, but I just, for the value, I'm going to roll with Carr. Um, but, of course, you know, any team, unless you're the Chiefs or or the Packers, would probably pull the trigger for, for Russell Wilson. So um, I could see him. I could see how it happened, but I don't I don't think he made any, any harm by it. Look, look at you defending the Carr clan. Like, like, like it's your second <laughs> nature to you. Like, <laughs> you defend Derek, you defend David, you defend all of them. All of them are safe when you're in the room, man. I'm telling you. I'm t- <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, it, it would just be interesting because I was just thinking, would I rather have Derek Carr on Seattle or would I rather have Russell Wilson on Seattle? Let, let's make this trade happen. I, I'd rather have Derek Carr over there. I think we can handle Derek Carr than, than, uh, than Russell Wilson. Not a shot at, at Derek Carr. I'm just saying Russell Wilson irritates the hell out of me is, is, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, because I want that guy traded, dude. You talk about Chicago. Let's get into that. Because Chicago was one of the teams that Russell Wilson mentioned that he would be open to going to. And my question is as simple as this. Why the hell would he want to go to Chicago? I mean, you would want to say the defense, but the defense has slowly you know, worsened over the years. You know, Compared to the first year, they, they traded for Khalil Mack. Um, I honestly believe if a trade were to happen, I think it probably would be a Deshaun Watson like deal. You know what what Houston was asking for about the the three first rounders or whatever it was, and then the the defensive players as well. Oh, I don't know um, if I'd pay that for Russ though. Yeah, so for Russ, I would say, what if it costs you three first round draft picks and Ugh. Eddie Jackson or or a uh, Kyle Fuller, one of the you know the defensive back or one of your linebackers or one of your defensive linemen, like. That's taken away from the defense even 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 more. And uh, Allen Robinson, he's a free agent. He may or may not come back. Now, if you get Russell Wilson, I'm sure that'll probably help him stay. You know, he's already said he's 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 already openly said he wants to play for a a good quarterback. Um, feel bad for the guy because he played with Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles, and and Blake Bortles. So, yeah, <laughs> you got damn right. He wants to play with for a quarterback. <laughs> oh man. Um. So. Uh, that that would really help. David Montgomery's, you know, he came into his own last 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 year towards towards down the stretch. So oh, he pissed me off. He pissed me. He pissed me off in his rookie year, man. The the Bears were not using him how I thought that they would be using him, and then they did it this year. But yeah, they finally yeah, the end of this end of the last second half of the season last year they finally used him, and yeah, he he was having some really nice games. So there would Russell Wilson, David Montgomery, Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney. There there'd be some. You would have some talent right there, but I don't know if that's enough. Their offensive line is, 
I don't think Russell Wilson wants to play for that offensive line. I think I think what it is when Russ mentioned those teams, I think there was like a trait in every team that he you know wanted to be like he wanted the Raiders' offensive line, he wanted the Bears' defense, right? <laughs> you know what I mean, so, um, but yeah, going to the Bears, there definitely will be some question marks. But as desperate as as Chicago's been for a quarterback, I can I can see them making a, a, a desperate move like that. I mean, you talk about he's looking at these teams, right? He's looking at these teams specifically, the Raiders, their offensive line. He's looking at the the Bears' defense. But is it more than that? Is he looking at potentially – because just, just think about this. Russell Wilson gets traded to the Bears, right? And, and it's a haul. It's a haul for him because that's what he demands and that's what the Seahawks will demand for it if that's what happens. And he very well probably will not get traded. I mean, we're just talking just to talk at this point. But let's just say it does go down. Russell Wilson in saying the Bears, because that's my question, is why the hell would he want to go there? You just mentioned, uh, you know, Montgomery is coming into his own a little bit, going into uh, year three now, I believe. And then you have Allen Robinson, who isn't even on the roster yet. That's their best offensive player at this moment in time. So, yeah, if Russell Wilson goes there, it's a high possibility that that Allen Robinson returns to Chicago, but maybe he doesn't. Who knows? But the other thing to look at in this instance, who is the top dog in the NFC North? The Packers, right? It's it's the Green Bay. And then would you put the Vikings above the Bears, or would you kind of put them on on even playing field? I'd, I'd have them pretty even. Right, because the the offense of the Vikings versus the defense of the Bears, it kind of it kind of evens it out a little bit, right? Right, right. You get a Russell Wilson, I would think, and and Allen Robinson, and possibly you know a Kenny Galladay or or a, another secondary piece on that offense that Russell Wilson can use. You do that, I think that that vastly sub, uh, puts the Bears above the Vikings and Kirk Cousins. Justin Jefferson, I love that guy. Love Thielen, but you know the the defense. I think will stand strong even if they trade away a Khalil Mack or something like that. But so in that scenario, you're only behind the Packers. But isn't Aaron Rodgers damn near on his way out? When that happens, who do the Packers turn to? Mister Jordan Love. Correct? Mm-hmm. So then who turns into the top dog in the NFC North? Being. Kirk Cousins. No, no, no. Get that. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Like, like who else is going? Jared Goff? No. Come on. Who, who is the top dog in the NFC North after that happens? After Aaron Rodgers comes to San Francisco? What What, what happens? <laughs> Russell Wilson becomes the top dog in the North, takes over that division, rides off into the sunset, and hey, guess what? He doesn't have to deal with the J.J. Watt. He doesn't have to deal with the 49er defense. He doesn't have to deal with Aaron Donald anymore. Because the North, compared to the West, seems like an easier ticket to the playoffs to me. Am I, am I, am I reaching a little bit, or, or am I kind of spot on? I'm I'm you're not reaching you're not reaching too hard. I'm gonna say no, nah, you're you're not reaching too hard with that one. Um it's 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 fair, it's reasonable. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do you one better. I'm gonna say all this all this 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 talk about Russell Wilson, but something that's not really that's not being brought up enough and I think would benefit multiple teams. What if Russell Wilson gets traded to the Dallas Cowboys for Dak Prescott? Hmm. Dak Prescott wants the big money. Dallas is uncertain. You franchise tag him. That way you can ship him and deal him. You send him to Seattle. The money gets exchanged somehow. You pick up Russell Wilson. Now you got Russell Wilson, Ezekiel Elliott, CeeDee Lamb, Mari, Mari Cooper, Dak Prescott. You got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. Have fun. <laughs> I, I feel like that'd be a fair exchange. You know, of course you include the draft picks because, yes, Russ is better than Dak, so you got to include the draft picks. As far as defensive pieces, they got they have a, a couple guys. Maybe you send a Jalen Smith. Maybe you send a Demarcus Lawrence. 
um, or or you know someone else in the in the on the defense. Um, but I think I think that's something that should be looked at. Um, just just because of due to Dak's situation with his contract, Russell Wilson unhappy. We always talk about how good the Dallas offensive line is. You want to talk about dominating a division? Here, Russ, you're going against Tyler Heineken. You're going against Daniel Jones. You're going against yeah. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Like <laughs> uh, you almost said Carson Wentz. <laughs> like, almost, almost, almost. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he gone. He gone. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You know what? Uh, that doesn't sound too bad of an idea, but I would absolutely hate that. Why? Why you do that to me? What? You're you're like you're you're giving me a present and getting rid of Russell Wilson, but then you're you know bringing me back down because you're putting in Dak Prescott. Like, come on, man! Don't do that to me. I want I want to see a Mitchell Trubisky over there. You know what I mean? Oh man! <laughs> I want I want to see a Nick Foles over there in Seattle. I don't want to see Dak. <laughs> You're getting, you're getting back, you're getting back. Oh God, that would be terrible. That'd be terrible. Well, that'd, that'd be, be fine. That'd be fine because they they'd have Dak Prescott and we'd have Aaron Rodgers. It'll it's all good. It'll it'll balance out. It'll balance out. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! They we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have Tom Brady on the Rams. <laughs> oh good Jesus! <laughs> I would hate that. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, you know what was funny is uh is they were. I was I was looking at because you know baseball with uh, Tatis Junior he just signed that fourteen year, and then they they put how old uh, all these athletes would be. They had Tom Brady at fifty seven years old, and then and then somebody commented and said, "and winning Super Bowl twelve of his career." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's it's possible. <laughs> Man, fifty seven is the new twenty for Tom Brady. Just like, hit his prime. Yeah, yeah, just hitting his stride, man. But oh, all this trade talk—it's uh, it's getting crazy. And the the quarterback uh, carousel, like where these guys are going to end up, it's it's just still a mystery. If I had to bet, if I had to put money, because that's what we do on this podcast, I would say that Russell Wilson stays in Seattle. Um, you know, unfortunately, I would love for him to be shipped out. Like send him to New York or something. I want to see Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, uh, you know, <laughs> wasn't Sam Darnold a, a USC quarterback? Yeah, he was. Yep. Yeah, re- re- reconnect with uh, Pete Carroll. Where, did they have overlap? I don't remember. I don't know if they had overlap. I don't, I don't believe so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But you know, they had the USC t- the ties there. They're Trojans. Put them together. Gives a damn. <laughs> Much rather deal with Sam Darnold than uh than Russell Wilson on 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 a Sunday, but. Um, yeah, the, the quarterback carousel, we don't know what's going to happen. It, it's the off season is, uh, just getting underway for sure. Um, but you know, what was funny is that I saw that, uh, the Broncos had been, cause they're, they're in on the mix too, right? They're trying to see where they can improve at the quarterback position, who they can bring in. I heard that they were trying, they were trying to, uh, talk to Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then did you see that, uh, <laughs> that the Broncos, uh, called him? And they were just like, yeah, he doesn't seem like he's going to be an option because apparently Ryan Fitzpatrick is contemplating retirement. And yeah. the way that the way that I, the way that I see that that phone call went down, he saw the caller ID, he's, and it said Denver. You know, it said Denver, Colorado. He's like, oh crap. He's like, what am I going to tell these guys? <laughs> and they're like, hey, uh, hey Ryan, would you like to become a member of the Broncos? He's like, ah, oh, you know what, I'm. <sighs> Thinking, thinking up a lie. He's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to retire. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, who wants to go to Denver? Who wants to go to Denver? I, you know I feel, what, like, I feel like that's what happened. They're, they're really only a quarterback away from, from greatness, if I'm being honest. Like, yeah, but Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yeah, he, he he's he's old. He doesn't want to be dealing with snow. Yeah, he don't want to deal with that. He wants to get a ring, dude. He want, he, You know what he wants to do is he's like, screw this. I've dealt with Tom Brady my entire career. Let me just go back this guy up and get have me get a ring with him. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go to Denver, have to deal with uh, you know, with with, uh, with Herbert, with with Carr, with uh, Patrick Mahomes. Come on! <laughs> would, but they got talent. They got talent. No, they do. They do. I I feel like of the teams that need a quarterback the most, I feel like the Broncos. And, and I mean, I don't know if you throw the 49ers in this category because they they need a quarterback, and it seems like they're going with 
with Jimmy G. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. But uh, the Broncos, you know, being on the 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 losing side of things for the last couple of years, right? The 49ers have tasted success uh, last year, making it to the Super Bowl. But, you know, the Broncos of that tier of teams that are in a somewhat of a rebuild, need that quarterback, I think they have the brightest future coming up. You know, like like you said, they they are a a good quarterback away because they have the defense there already. Uh, I believe they just signed uh, Simmons. They re-signed him a they couple did. of days they ago. Him. Yeah, they franchised him. So, uh, you know, they they have a lot of good things going on in Denver. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, he don't want to do deal with all that. He don't want to deal with the rebuild. He's like, you know what? I just want to get me a ring. Let me go to Tampa. Let me back. Let me back up Tom Brady. Let me chill in the sunshine. I don't want to be in Denver in the snow in December. Like, let me be, let me be on the beach in Tampa. I don't, I don't know. Are, are the beaches nice in Tampa? I don't, I don't know. I would assume. Oh, yeah. did, did, did we not just see Tom Brady throw his his, his trophy over over the lake? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom Brady, drunk Tom Brady. That you see that that's what Ryan Fitzpatrick wants to aspire to. Now, now I see why guys want to play with him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh man, Tom Brady is literally what everyone will be once like all this quarantine and COVID is gone. That is literally the first <laughs> the first weekend that everyone can go out and do something and, and get belligerent. There there will be millions of Tom Brady's uh all over the place. I'm just saying. And I might be one of them. I don't know. Are you you going to join it join in the movement? You going to join in that movement too? I might, man. I might. I might. <laughs> what did he tweet out? That was so funny. He was like avocado tequila or something like that. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy is amazing. Tom Brady is a gem. Everyone's starting to love the guy now. Everyone, You, you love Tom Brady now? I like I like Tampa Tom a lot better than <laughs> Tampa Tom. <laughs> you can stomach Tampa Tom a lot better than, than New England Tom. Was it the Bill I'm, Belichick I'm like aura around him that, that made everybody hate him? Because that, 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 that must it must have been that man. It was just the you know just the dark side over there. Just <laughs> yeah, dude. Tom Tom uh, Tom Brady, Tampa Brady, Tom, Tampa Brady, Tampa Brady. There we go, Tampa Brady. Tampa Bay. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're we're liking him. I I can get down with him. I can get down with that. But uh, before <laughs> before we end this podcast, man, because we are coming up here um, to the end, we have some rule changes that we have to talk about, and. Um, I mean, go. You can go ahead and, and take it away, man. We have some big ones: the fourth and fifteen instead of the onside kick. How we feel about that? The new overtime rule, uh, reviewing roughing the passer. Which one do you want to get into first, and and just share your thoughts on, man? We got a re- the the reviewable hits on the quarterback roughing the passer. We've got to correct that. There's too many times we see quarterbacks getting barely touched and they throw a flag and there's too many times we see quarterbacks getting smacked in the head, helmet to helmet or whatever, you know, just bad hits that don't get called. Um, so I, I'm, I'm all for that one. But, but I will say you're, you're playing with fire though. I would say that you're playing with fire in this situation because if it's a reviewable, right, if it's, if it's a reviewable play, let's say that, I mean, what, what constitutes contact? Is it, me tapping the dude with my pinky or is it like really going into him? You know, like, like that, what, what is going to be the terms of the review of what they're looking for? How much contact is it just a little ticky tack contact? Because if it's at that point, I mean, replay is going to show, I mean, if he touches his toe, is, is that, is that roughing the past? You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I feel like it, it can go really bad really quickly. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it can, but I'm I'm sure there's a way to to manage maintain it. Um, because if it's a judgment call, dude, I, I don't know about you. I'm not I'm not trusting the the referees with a judgment call. Let, let's just be honest. I I would I would much rather have it reviewable though, and have it right there in public eye and right there in slow motion, looking at it over and over, than the referee throwing it one time just because he's seen the quarterback fall down. Like, no, I'm, I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it happens too often, man. It happens too often. The flop, the flop has uh has introduced itself into the NFL. It's uh so yeah, I mean, it could be good, but again, I could see negatives to it. So they'll have to fine tune it, obviously, like any review process, like any new rule. Um, but another new rule that's kind of coming and surfacing is the overtime rule, man. the The overtime rule, which we were talking about before we came onto this podcast. 
I was trying to decipher what the hell it is. <laughs> so the, the the one the one that we're talking about because there's multiple uh, possibilities like um, what people because people don't like the overtime rule and I personally did not like the sudden death overtime rule. I didn't like that first one to score anything right. Um, now they moved it to first team to if you score a touchdown it's over but if it's a field goal you can answer back. I'm kind of okay with that, but the new overtime rule that uh, they're they're throwing out there is a spot and choose, which let, let me just read this because it, it confused me a little bit, and I'm still kind of confused, but uh, it's a spot and choose where on the coin flip, um, Team A will pick a spot on the field, and they you know let's say that they say the offense is 35-yard line. I'm, I'm literally reading this from Yahoo Sports. It says Team B would then get to choose whether they play offense or try to drive 65 yards for a touchdown or play defense and hold Team A from driving those 65 yards. And that's a little confusing to me, but I guess, you know, they it can be negotiated at the at the at the coin flip. How do you feel about this uh, whole situation in that new rule change possibility? I mean, I'm all I'm all for it. I like it. Sounds interesting. I really, I think it sounds really interesting. Um, I'm all for it. If we, if you do that, I think I think it definitely brings in strategy. So it makes it interesting. I hate the the current overtime rules. Um, me personally, I would say give them a ten minute quarter and whatever the final score is at the end of the ten minutes, that's the winner. Um, or I, I'm really intrigued with why not just go college style, put the ball at the fifteen yard line. Try and score. You get you get one you get a, one possession on the fifteen yard line. If you score a touchdown, the other the other team gets a chance. If you don't, the other team gets a chance. Um, and eliminate the first down, or or give them a first down. I guess you get one first down. Uh, but I, I I would do something like that, like how college does. I don't think the NFL would ever do that because they feel that the that the the college game is is inferior to the NFL, so they don't want to use anything or adopt anything from college. Uh, that's just that's just my opinion, but I mean the the spot and choose it, it gets interesting because they're it, like they can negotiate like there's a <laughs> they they have to come to agreement on where they line up like where what yard line they go to and 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 all that kind of stuff they have to agree to terms right so <laughs> the the coin flip at halftime like do they have a time limit or are they going to be out there for ten minutes uh, trying to come to a to a consensus. <laughs> You know, because yeah. then you, you send out your best sweet talker out there, man. Like, the, the, you, you send out who was destined to be a car salesman out at the 50-yard line. That, <laughs> that is the strategy there. You, you, got, you got to get a negotiator out there. Um, but, yeah, like, is that a possibility that could happen? <laughs> it would be hilarious if we seen guys really out there debating on the 50-yard line. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I, I, I want to go to the 40. They're, they're like, no, 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 no. We'll start at the 20. Then he, do you just it's like start pawn stars. Most intimidating guy. Do you, do you just start sending your biggest defensive lineman out there? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. You go handle the conversation. <laughs> right. You know who I, you know who the Rams should send out there. They would. They should always just send out a uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey. Like send him out there as <laughs> as the negotiator. And then uh, and then you know once upon a time, uh, Cortland Finnegan. I sent him out there. <laughs> you know Baltimore, what I mean? Baltimore will send Marcus Peters. Throw <laughs> <laughs> throw back to. Uh, to Ray Lewis, I throw I throw Ray Lewis out there. Try try winning a debate with Ray Lewis, okay? He will motivate you to to take less yards. He or said, do you go do you do you, do you go the do you go the the other logical route and go and go with someone who talks a lot? Get you a Shannon Sharp or Ocho Cinco. Yeah, yeah, just talk your ear off. They're not even they're off script. Like they're not even talking about where the ball's gonna go anymore. They're talking about what they're doing uh, next weekend, like on their bye week. <laughs> like it's not even about the spot anymore. Uh, yeah, no, that could be really interesting. I could, it could be fun, but it's like, you know, the, it, it's, it's a, it's weird. I mean, I like what you brought up and just have them play half a quarter. I mean, you said 10 minutes, but they, they can go to seven. You, you can play half of it and the winner at the end or whatever the score is at the end, whether it be a tie, um, and if they score a touchdown, it's not over. Like the other team has an opportunity to answer back. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. There's no, it, there. There's no reason that it should be sudden death in in football. 
You know what I mean? Like I, I, I don't, I don't, I never understood that. I never liked the old one. The new one is okay because if you stop them in getting a touchdown and you let let them score a field goal, the other team can answer back. It's all right because it's better than what it was. But what you're saying is playing out the whole, uh, you know, that half quarter, you know, and it's and at the end of it, it's over. You know, it's over. It doesn't have to end with a score or anything like that. I like that. I prefer that um, because that feels more like a football game. It's not just. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It doesn't sound. It doesn't feel um, fluky to me that it it plays out to the to the last whistle. So I would I would prefer that. I know you would too. Um, but that's that's one of the rule changes. But another one, it, which I I want to know how you feel on it, is the fourth and fifteen. Instead of being replaced, uh, the the onside kick. So instead of having the onside kick teams would be able to elect to go 4th and 15 to convert. How do you feel about that one? Because I I, I don't know about this one. Yeah, I, I completely hate it. Um, no, you, we, we can find a better idea. I do not like that at all. Like, like um, was the person that came up with this rule, like, were they playing Madden? They're just was, like... It was probably Andy Reid. It was probably Andy Reid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Andy Reid. <laughs> Andy Reid. Yeah, ask the 49ers um, what a what a fourth and... What was that? Fourth and 15, and, and they and they allowed uh, Tyreek Hill to just run <laughs> open? Jesus Christ. What was the play called? Wasp? Oh, God. <laughs> God. Yeah, I, especially especially teams with no defense like the Raiders. Come on. don't We don't want to put our defense out there on fourth and 15. Hell no. <laughs> Send the onside kick, and and on top of that, we've seen a lot of creative onside kicks, and, and I think the rate actually went up this past offseason. You know, we've seen the wild uh, onside kick by by the Falcons last year. Right, um, right. Uh, there, there was a few a few kickers that got really creative on how they kicked the ball, and you know, I just I just think you just just leave it how it is. It's not that big of a deal. Leave it how it is. Um, you can avoid you can avoid an onside kick if you just play better. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you don't. You, because the thing to me is a fourth and 15 in today's NFL is very doable. You know what I mean? Like that is, it's not, it's not as big of a feat. I mean, 15 yards. Yes, it's a lot. And obviously in that type of situation, you're going to have everybody lined up. Like, you know, all your secondary is going to be at that 15. Like you're, you're not going to, you're not going to let anyone get over, over the top of you, right? You're going to let everyone play in front of you, all that kind of stuff. But to me, a fourth and fifteen, it's easier to get a, for an onside kick because onside kick Wait. the percentage is is what it's. So 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 you're not you're not going to send the all out blitz on fourth and fifteen. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to be the Jets. I'm not going to be the Jets. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they might go over the top on you. They might go over the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the the. the God, God, man, that was so stupid. That was one of the stupid plays, most stupidest plays ever. But uh, but the, but the point of the onside kick is that. The percentage, what is it like five six percent? Is, is it even that high? Is it lower as far as what uh, you know? What what you know the the success rate of it? It's supposed to be hard. A fourth and fifteen, you shouldn't be rewarding because let's just say because let's say you're down thirty five to ten for some reason going in, into halftime. You come out. Can you just keep going for it on fourth and fifteen instead of an onside kick, and you just keep the ball? Like that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me at all. And the point again, the point of an onside kick is that it's difficult. A fourth and fifteen isn't difficult in my eyes as far as the success rate. I mean, what what would be a success rate of a fourth? And fifteen. What would you think it would be? I mean, I would I would assume it would be higher than whatever the onside kick percentage is success rate. Uh, I would assume that that is what it would be. Um, but to me, I mean, don't reward the team that has been sucking all game and giving them an opportunity. Yeah, it makes it more exciting. I, I'm I'm fine with that. It makes it more exciting. Um, but then again, where where does this take place? Does it take place from the spot where they kick the football? Where's that? Where's that at now? Is is it at like the at the at the thirty five now, or where, where do they kick the ball now? Forty, 
From the 40. Yeah. From the 40. So does it does it happen at the 40? And then they have that short field like how does that work? Do they do it at the 40, a 4th and 15 and then you get the 15 yards and then the the drive just continues or is that just a one play and then you set up on the 20? Like how, like how does that work? You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of questions that I have for this um this scenario of replacing the onside kick because the onside kick the, the onside kick does suck. I mean, we ha- we have to be on that on that side of it, right? I mean, you don't like the onside kick either, do you? I mean, I don't like it, but I I do. It's one of those things that I don't I don't really mind it, you know. Especially when the teams start getting creative coming up with different strategies, new ways to kick the ball. It's it, I don't mind it. But but how many conversions have you seen in the last 5 years? Uh, I could I could think of like maybe 3. No, it's 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 more than that, but I would Is say it? this probably we 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 get about probably about four to five a season. Out of how many though? You know what I mean? Out of like, a good out of a good chunk. Yeah, out of yeah. a good uh, you know, 30, 30, 30 plus attempts. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like like w- what I'm saying is a team goes to line up for an onside kick. Are you paying attention or are you going and grabbing another beer or are you going and, and changing the loads out of the laundry? Are you paying attention in that moment? Because honestly, yeah, I'm not. Gotta pay attention. You, you got to pay attention because, I mean, it, it can happen. I mean, look, it, it happened with the, the Seahawks and the Packers in the playoffs a couple years ago. Critical onside kick and it cost Green Bay the game. Um, I'm sorry, Green Bay fans, I got to bring that up. But, you know, it, it, it's possible. It, it can happen at any moment. It's just, you know, the probability isn't high, but it can happen. So um, I'm okay with it for now. The 4th and 15, just, it's, nah, I know. I to just to think of a, a scenario in which let's just say the Raiders have the lead 30 to 30 to 28. The team just scored a touchdown. They're down by two. <laughs> and here they come. And they don't get the we're ball back. Fourth and 15. Yeah. We're going to go fourth and 15 against you guys. again. What? What are we going to go fourth and 15 like, against our team? No. I like, just say Madden. This ain't Madden. Like, what, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Yeah. No. So I'm, I'm, I'm totally, you know, if, you have, if you're someone like the Ravens or, or, or something like that, you know, okay. Yeah. Now you're, you got a stout defense. Okay. Yeah, now you got a chance to to stop it. It doesn't look so threatening now, but nah. What what if? What if? I'll throw you this scenario cuz I mean, there's there's a there's tweaking to the rule obviously because of all those questions that I had, I don't even know where they would set up and all that kind of stuff. That's things that they would have to figure out, right? But let's just say that it does it does happen. And would you be okay? Would it feel better if the fourth and fifteen is on their own ten yard line, and if you don't convert it, the offense takes over from the spot of that ball? <laughs> would would that be better? Would that be more enticing? Would you like that better? No, because the objective is you're trying to get the ball back because you don't want the other team to have the ball. So, regardless of the position of where the team gets the ball at, it's it's not it's. You know, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, but if it's a four, fourth and 15 and you take it on the 10 and they don't convert it, well, you only got to go 10 yards. to at, You're guaranteed a field goal at, at the very least, but you only got to go 10 yards for another touchdown to increase that lead. You know what I'm saying? You, you know how many teams do not want to have their defense out there in the final moments of a game? <laughs> yeah, t- speaking speaking from a Raider fan, right? Yeah, you know how many teams are like that. Like we, we do not want to see that. Um, the Texans, Texans. We we getting we getting into that conversation on this podcast. Who has a who has a worse defense, Texans or Raiders? Clearly the Raiders. Clearly. Now but you I'm see. Just, no, <laughs> we're not getting into that. We're not getting into there's, that. There's just too many teams out there though that just would not want to have their defense out there, at, especially at a critical moment like that. No. Yeah, I, I mean it would add a different element. I, I would say that it would add a little bit more exciting. Uh, more excitement to the game, I think. But I think that there has to be a limit. Like, you can only do it once a half or twice a half. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe once a half or, or twice a game. Uh, There has to be a limit on it. You can't just keep doing it, you know? I say, what What about, if, what, instead of an onside kick, maybe it might help teams if we did a three-point conversion. What if we did a three-point conversion? You got you to gotta score from the 10-yard the line. <laughs> 
A three-point conversion. <laughs> a three-point conversion. We're gonna bring threes to the game. Let's Damn. All right. That, that's a. You got you to you got to convert for the fifteen. We we'll put you at the fifteen-yard line. You got to convert. The Steph Curry rule. That's that's what that's what Steph we're doing Curry. here. <laughs> we're going full full circle, full circle on this podcast, talking Steph Curry to wrap it up. But yeah, no, I I don't know rule rule changes. What rule changes do all of you guys have? Uh, send them in. We'll we'll talk about it next podcast because rule changes. That's something that always happens in the off season. Uh, and it's something always fun to talk about. We'll talk about more next week. Hopefully, we don't have no breaking news when we put this one out, right? <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully everything stays normal. Hopefully, uh, maybe, watch, Russell Wilson will get traded to Chicago uh, in the next coming days. <laughs> Deshaun Watson traded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we'll have to come back with a whole other one. We'll have to scrap this one. But hopefully, you guys enjoyed the podcast. You got something away from it. You guys have a good one. We'll talk to you next time.